everybody, how's it going? My name is Patrick Sheridan. I play in the metal band Fit for an Autopsy, and you are listening to East Coast Metal Radio. What's going on, guys? John and Nick from... East Coast Metal. Easy Coast Metal Radio. You just popped it into Facebook Live. Oh. You posted it uh, as Easy Coast. Easy Coast. So we'll play. Well, it is Sunday, so we're taking it easy. So we'll do Easy Coast Metal Radio. What's up, guys? Uh, East Coast Metal Radio. Uh, uh, if you have been listening for the past two minutes and 36 seconds, you got to hear Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Out of respect for the man who could potentially be the godfather of rock and roll. Um, so you could argue that, you could argue Elvis, but, um, you know, we had to play, uh, Johnny Be Good in honor of Chuck passing away this weekend at 90 years old. Mm-hmm. What the fuck would you look like at 90 years old? Uh, old, wrinkly, bald. Can you imagine yourself bald? Have you ever seen a Snickers wrapper on the sidewalk and it's all crumpled up into a ball? Yeah, yeah. It's been pro- stepped on a couple times? That's probably what I'll look like. Wow, that's nasty, dude. Um, so we're going to focus today on our concert on Friday. We covered, after the burial, a mirror, fit for a king, fit for an autopsy. And what was the opening band? Invent, animate? Yeah. <coughs> At Game Changers in Howell, New Jersey this Friday. So, and we were lucky enough to get interviews with uh, Patrick Sheridan, guitar player, co-founder of uh, Fit for an Autopsy. Killer interview. And uh, Frankie Palmieri <laughs> from Amur. A Frankie Palmieri. <laughs> Nick uh, now thinks that he's Italian because it's Palmieri. We have to ask him. No, he's from Brooklyn. Well, he could be. He's from Brooklyn. Lots of uh, immigrants from Brooklyn. Hey. But, uh, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Better shut up. Yeah. Um, no. So we're going to start off by playing. Um, off their latest album, The Great Collapse, which just was released on Friday. So it was an awesome day. I mean, obviously, when we when we spoke to Pat, you know, they just found out that the album was number one on the hard rock, or number one metal album on iTunes. No, it was like, no, yeah, number one metal, number five, or something. Number three, and number five rock. So, yeah, it's a, you know, great start. Obviously, that was only day one, so usually after a first week, they'll come out with uh, weak numbers, but... Um, yeah, so we're going to play, uh, right now, we're going to play Iron Moon from Fit for an Autopsy.
All right, back on East Coast Metal Radio. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ECN Radio Show and on Facebook at East Coast Metal Show. Uh, okay, so now we're going to play our interview with uh, Pat Sheridan, a co-founder and guitar player for Fit for an Autopsy. Uh, we got to the venue on Friday at uh, Game Changers in Howell, New Jersey, and uh, yeah, we hit up Pat. He came out, and we talked for 17 minutes and 46 seconds, because I could see it up on the fucking screen here. Point two. And uh, yeah, he was cool, right, dude? Yeah, that was a very cool guy. No, he was a very cool dude, you know, for someone who has a, uh, you know, tattooed head and, and tattoos everywhere, and you know, in the interview you'll hear that I even mentioned when we saw him at the last uh, Suicide Silence show, he almost took my fucking head off in the in the mosh pit. So, uh, yeah. you know, he's a, a, a beast of a man, but man, very eloquent, uh, very intelligent. intelligent. Um, you know, super nice guy. Yeah, and the album again that's out now, The Great Collapse. I mean, it's really, really topical. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, these the song uh, Black. Black Mammoth, Black Mammoth. You know, talks about the uh, oil, the North Dakota pipeline, and you know he in this interview that, w- that we're going to play in a minute, he talked about the whole album and about you know the success and a very humble person, man. Mm-hmm. So happy where you know he came from. Oh, absolutely. Take, you know, he's one of the people who doesn't take an interview for granted. Like he gave our time without schedule. We were just kind of like, hey, you want to talk? And just a really nice guy and he even said in an interview he was like you know people might say i'm an ass or whatever but when it comes to my band like it's like the number one thing in the world and that's cool because those interviews are the easy ones to conduct exactly because it's just like you're talking to a a bud so um anyway so uh again go on uh, uh musicfrenzy.net look up east, uh, east coast Better radio click that and you'll be able to hear right now our interview with uh, Pat Sheridan for an autopsy. East Coast Radio here on site. Game Changers, Howe, New Jersey. We have the pleasure of standing before Pat Sheridan, fit for an autopsy. Pat, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. How are you? All right, you having a pretty good day so far? It's I mean, been, it's been a world of fit for an autopsy. You don't have much happening today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a couple things like, you know, number one metal record on iTunes and weird <laughs> crazy shit. No, Congrats, I, I mean, it's been crazy day. I, let me start by saying that. <sighs> look like the kind of guy that probably is an asshole and I don't know if I can say that on the air but I, I am ah, fuck it. But I, I am to a certain degree but um, also I'm pretty humble when it comes to my band and the things we do because it's taken us a real long time we've been a band for a real long time and I've been playing in bands for you know since 94 so it's it's been a long road and I'm really stoked on how much people are digging what we're doing and I feel real lucky that you know we have people paying attention and that we we're even on iTunes let alone having Terrific. you know the number one record on iTunes today so awesome, in the metal <laughs> you know number four in rock wow like it's like Rolling Stones it's a couple of Fleetwood Mac and us like that's, that's insanity crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean so like it's it's real cool and I got a lot of people from Jersey to thank for that a lot of people supported us a lot of people who talk shit about us and gave me the motivation to push harder and you're uh your typical haters you know and uh, and, uh, my family is still here i saw my mom and dad today and got to tell my mom (laughs) that my record's doing sick so it's been uh it's been a a pretty crazy interesting ride i have goosebumps and it's not because it's 40 degrees either man that's uh, that's pretty cool yeah it's pretty awesome man i I feel i i don't you know i don't believe in 
God and miracles, but I, I believe in, you know, sometimes the universe gives you a little push, and uh, I'm real stoked about where we're at right now. It's pretty cool. We've seen them, what, four or five times in the past two years, man? Four, at least. And uh, the last time we were here, I got to bring it up, man, it was with suicide. Oh, yeah, at, yeah. At the Loud Fest, and uh, there was an opening band going on, on live in the, on the far stage, and you were in the pit. Yeah. And, dude... You came creaming through and <laughs> fucking missed my ear by like this much. I mean, who the fuck is... Oh, dude, that's fucking Patrick. They're falling off the I'm like, dude, right here. I'm like, your fist went right... You know right what? past my ear. I'm, I'm like, sorry. that's so cool to see this dude out here digging. You know, it was just a little bit. It wasn't, you know, anyone main stage. Well, you know what it is, man? Like, I grew up here. This is my hometown. You know, this is not hometown, but this is my home yeah, state. Yeah. And... You know, like, there's a lot of good bands from Jersey and a lot of bands that come here to play. And, you know, if local bands are playing and they're good, and it's uh, it feels right to me, then that's what I do. You know, I, I'm 41 years old, and something that's never stopped is the way that music makes me feel. You know, sometimes it makes me feel angry. Sometimes it makes me feel happy or sad. But, you know, I, you got to support bands, and when I get that feeling, yeah. you know, I'm going to go. I almost got that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? Went upside my fucking head. It's, it's something that... It was I've, cool, though. It was yeah. it was cool. And I forget who they were, but again, some local band. And they, they were fucking awesome, man. I mean, that was, a, yeah. that was a good lineup. You know what? It's cool sometimes to be able to play a show with some bands and, and catch a gem that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we all... We were all a local band at one point. Sure, sure. You know? So... But yeah, it's it's cool. So. It, it's good to see that the great collapse is doing well on its first day out, man. I mean, what a album! I mean, this is your fourth album, and you guys are starting to amass a pretty brutal set of songs in your in your we catalog. Got an you know? We got an arsenal. We got an arsenal. Tonight's a little bit shorter of a set than I would like for a record release, but the guys and after the burial and all the guys on the tour kind of worked it out so we could toss a couple of extra songs in our set. Cool. That's cool. Uh, normally we only get to do five songs set on this tour because time is of the essence and you know we try to knock out the bangers but um, tonight we're going to get to throw uh, a couple of extra in there. So since we're doing an interview I'll give you the yeah, quick rundown. Um, we're doing Absolute Hope, Absolute Hell is an opener and we're going to play uh, Still We Destroy off of Hellbound and then we're going to play um, Salt Wound, which is off of Absolute Hope, and then we play Heads Will Hang and Iron Moon off okay. of The Great Collapse, yep. and then we're, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to play Murder in the First, which is off of Absolute Hope, and then Heads Will Hang and Iron Moon, and then we close with Flatlining, which is a song we Excellent. did on the split on the with, uh, sessions, yeah. Yeah, with, with uh, Casey Strain of the Irish Murder. You know, and just critically, that little EP... Sick. Everyone loved it, yeah, you know. It's just so cool. I mean, three major bands. Now, two and, major you know, bands and a band that hopes to be on their level someday. Let's be honest. <laughs> Don't let our egos get out of the way. We got one thing about our band that's really cool and that we're pretty blessed with is the fact that um, there are some bands that are on the up, bigger bands that favor us. You know, they like what we do. And we owe those bands, you know, Dyer is Murder and Acacia Strain and, you know, even bands like After the Burial and stuff like that. Yeah, we earn our keep and we work real hard, but, you know, we get a little extra attention sometimes. Yeah. And it, it's helping us. And, you know, we know where we come from. So it's it's real cool to see that, you know, we're still able to do all this shit. You know, we've been a band since 2007, 2008. Wow. And uh, our first release was that Hell on Earth demo which came out in 2008 well wow. and then 2011 we did um 
process. 2013, we did Hellbound. 2015, maybe 14. Maybe I'm getting my timelines mixed up. I don't know. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> and, uh, so, but it, you know, we started a long time ago. We've done these records over the course of the past eight to ten years, and uh, you know, it's it's cool to you know slowly gain the fans because you know it's not a flash in the pan. It's people yeah. that really like you. We've never like paid for internet friends. You know, maybe on this record, I think we bought a couple of ads just to make sure enough people saw them. But okay. we did. We've never gotten like a bot to get people to yeah, yeah, yeah. sign on to our page. And it's just all been like a natural progression so like to see our numbers getting up by like 200,000 people on Facebook and like wow. people paying attention it's pretty rad it's why cool. did you guys pick the perfect drug as your cover team alright so I'm, I mean you, you could I'm go old. a million songs why, why I'm happened? old okay. and, and we wanted I'm older to, well at 41 <laughs> I wanted to do something interesting that reflected my childhood and my past and maybe not something from when I was a kid but like something that as I was growing up in my high school years things that you know, touched me. I've always been a Nine Inch Nails fan. I think Trent Reznor is a genius. Yeah. And, um, you know, we wanted to do something different, so we were tossing around, like, maybe doing a Meshuggah song, or, you know, and, I mean, hell, if we did a Meshuggah song, we'd probably pull it off in the studio. Can you imagine that? Live, it might be a little more difficult. <laughs> but, you know, and... Post we, be uh, Yeah, we, we took a little time, and, you know, talked to Will, and Will came up with the idea, and and he, he was the brains behind that, which is usually what happens when it comes to the music side of things. He's got really good ideas, and um, it just worked. I love it because it's nothing like Nine Inch Nails song. Until that last section. You know, the last section, we, we went back. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we made it, we used his riffs, and we used his ideas, but we just made it heavy. We made it what we would play it, like, live. And I think on our headliner, there's a good chance we might play it. Very so, cool. It might be cool. I, uh jotted down a quote that I came through on the bio you had said someone's got to say something about the shit that's going on if you're not using your music which is a great platform for something meaningful that you care about on some level then you're kind of wasting it yeah um, it sounds like some of the topics on the great collapse are heavy um, yeah you know, more than I, just I, the music yeah, yeah. Obvi obviously uh, the black mammoth Pretty you serious know, song. I mean, that video is intense. I watched it like two or three times just again today before I came out here. And, uh, you know, the president doesn't dig it. I wrote on Facebook today, I'm mean, on Twitter, president's not getting it, you guys get it. Yeah. You know, you can't fuck up the environment like that, you know, and a lot of people and environment are being affected. And you guys brought that out on that song. Well, you know what? There's a lot of topics on that song. It's funny, you're second guy I interviewed with today and a second guy that's asked me about that. And I think it's great that we're making people think. Oh, absolutely. That's the trick. Like, you know, everybody's starts off one way and ends up another. We all grow. But this country has been oppressing a certain group of individuals for a very long time here. And, you know, we have a tendency to only see what's on the surface. So not only is big oil and our government and politics you know taking a risk with our environment that maybe they don't need to take by doing that but they're also completely crushing an area taking fresh water away from people who live there and hurting our environment and our american people american people the original americans the people who were here before all of us are paying for big time you know, big oil and government politics to have a place. And, you know, Will said 
nobody should be forced out of or have their homes taken away from them. And, you know, we've had some response like, nobody's getting their homes taken away. But I'll guarantee you that first oil spill that's going to happen because they all leak. The first one, the first spill, when that water supply gets poisoned, then what happens to those people? How do they... You know, how do they water their, their plants? How do they grow? How do they drink water? Just the simple do, things that, yeah, you know. Like that you wake up in the morning and you get to walk in and take a shower. Well, imagine you turn your shower on and fucking black oil comes yeah. out of that shower and hits you in your face. Then you got to leave. You lose your home. Everything's poisoned. The land is poisoned. Animals are dying. And, and like, I'm not some crazy environmentalist, but I know when right and wrong is happening. And to me, what's going on there right now is bad. So we wrote that song when all, you know, when the whole doubt thing hit and that all started, like we sat down and decided to, to say something. And I had seen, I had learned from watching the video um, that the pipeline was going to go one way and, and they now they're going another way. Money. And there's, uh, you know, the uh, Sioux Indians have their uh, barrel grounds there and, yep. and, you know, stuff that means, you know, a lot to them guys, you know. But when does money become more important than life? Well, his new budget's taking away the EPA, you know, a lot of EPA and a lot of that shit. Right. It's going to get worse. It's going to get way worse. You know, the great collapse. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> it. It's crazy, that's, man. That's the idea of it. Like, when we, when I read the lyrics to the record, we were talking about all these different names for the record. And we had some cool ones picked out. But I remember we were, we were all talking in a group text. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel like that name fits. And I went back and I started reading the lyrics and I saw that line in one of the songs and I just typed it. And everybody was like, that's the one. Yeah. It just hit. Everybody's like, yeah, dude, that's sick. That's the one. So, like, yeah, like, we're, we're killing ourselves and each other. I mean, even beyond the environmental thing, like, look at where we're at socially. Look at, you know, how many steps we've taken back in, in our, you know, our, our social um, relationships between races. I mean, it's insanity what's going on right now. Like, you, you got you to, gotta, like, move forward. And we're taking major steps back all the time. And, you know, regardless of what your political stance is or who you voted for, who you didn't vote for, what you believe in, like, we're not a political band, but we are the kind of band that sees things and assesses them and decides on how we want to voice our opinion on it. And we have a platform, and we decided to touch upon a sensitive subject. And what people don't realize is, and one of our... Uh, Facebook friends who follows us actually said it and I was really happy because we choose not to get involved in the internet banter okay. people are saying some things good things and bad things we just we don't get involved they got every right to feel how they want if they don't want to follow us because of whatever reason that's cool with me like cool fine we're just getting rid of people that are not into what we do and that's okay yeah. and then it's alright for you plenty, to that dude, plenty, so. plenty. <clears throat> and, but somebody said like hey did you guys miss when they did that shirt for the Syrian refugees or were you just not paying attention so we did a shirt with this uh, with the IRC which is uh, um, an organization that provides money housing and food for people who are refugees lose their house homes and you know their families due to war yeah. and things that are happening around them so we made a t-shirt and all the proceeds from that t-shirt went to help with that and Americans responded in a very negative connotation on, on that whole overtones about you know the, the refugees and, and how Immigration and yeah and oh we're not doing that keep those people out of our country it's like dude you're like third generation born here yeah. I'm third generation born here we like, all are we're, we're, we're not this is not our soil the people who you should be caring about are people who 
We're here before us. But how about just humanity? Yeah, everyone. You know, just, you know? just humanity. I don't care yeah. what color got, you are or whatever. Yeah. If you need help, I, I help you. I got a six-year-old son, and the worst thing that my son could tell me is that he hates somebody because of their race, their bank account, or their sexual orientation, or who they choose to be with or not be with, or what their religious status yeah. is. One thing I believe in is, you know, words are one thing. It's You joke around. You, you say things when you're angry. I get it. But when you are hurting people because they are different than you, you don't deserve to be here because that's what this country is here for, to take in the sick and the tired, to bring in the people who need to be here. And yeah, Fit for an Autopsy is not a political band, like, but sometimes we talk about political things, and that's what we're talking about right now. Maybe the next record will be about... You know, who knows? We'll write a rock and roll record about, like, the sunset or some exactly. bullshit. Like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do. Well, no, you're not allowed to do that anymore, man. That's a, that's a fine line now, too. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, you got to say something. Yeah. And so we did. So if people don't like it, I'm sorry. Like I said, I was impressed by the video because there were facts that I didn't know about. You yeah, know? you know, that's all Will, too, man. Yeah, Will is cool. very into... Um, that side of things for the band and I, I learn things from him all the time and he's really in over the past few years changed my view on a lot of stuff and uh, it's you know that's it's cool educating each other educating people you know it's cool that people are seeing it that way we were listening to the album on the way up what's the song that piqued your interest there Nick the opening track Hydra yeah yeah that is just a brutal like way to open those. what's that one line uh, you cut one head off cut and two off grow the head, back two grow back <laughs> fucking two grow back like what came about like does the Hydra represent sure it's like the idea of you know you eliminate one problem and then they hit you with two more you know what I mean like it's constantly being held back you know the idea of you know you're trying to get through and and create um how can I put this properly? Okay, so you you defeat one thing. Like, you get through one thing. So you chop that one head off, and then they hit you with two more, and there's two more problems that need to be solved. There are two more devastating things that happen. Or, you know, there's, uh, you know, you eliminate, um, you, you get some... I don't know, pick one thing. There's some, some kind of reform. You, you get the government to make a move on something, but then in the background, two more things happen that you don't even realize are happening, so you're defeated but from the beginning. But it's affected by it's, the one right. thing. And everything <coughs> is... Um, Everything is held back on such a level that there's no way to make any progress is kind of the idea of that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like if me and you were having a fist fight and you cut off both of my arms and then four more arms Here grew the out. You know what I mean? So like you cut off my arms and then two more grow and then you gotta fight me again. So it's like the idea of never being able to get ahead. Yeah. You know, like so it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's that's Will's concept too. Yeah. This tour's got about a week left. Yep, what are we, you guys doing? Obviously, your album just came out, so right. We're doing this, and then, uh, as soon as this is done, we we finish this. It's uh, tonight's in Jersey, tomorrow Boston, and then New York, and then North Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa, and then that's the end of this tour. And then we do uh, Pensacola. We have a couple days off. And we do Alabama, South Carolina, and we drive to Canada, and we're doing direct support to Unearth for like wow, seven to cool. ten days in Canada. Nice. And then we finish that, and then we come back, and then like, I think, just about a month later, we're gonna go out and do another month-long headliner, and then we come back, and then we have a month off, and then we're gonna go to Europe, and do a month in Europe, and do festival season, and play like Vakken Open Air, and Summer Breeze, and all that stuff. And then in between those dates, we're gonna go out with that band Architects. Okay. And we're gonna be out with Architects for about 
I think like three or four dates in between oh, the festivals. Cool. Yeah. Do a couple headliners over there, and then we're gonna come back. We'll have a little bit of time off, and then we're gonna do something in the fall. Okay. So things are pretty busy. I'm sure we'll see you again. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> Pat, I appreciate it, man. Good luck on the album. Thank you so much Thank for you. hanging out with us, man. It's awesome. You know what you are? You're the Antichrist. What? Yes, that's what you are. You are the motherfucking Antichrist. What's up? It's Frank from Amira. You're listening to East Coast Metal Radio. Go. East Coast Metal back here. 
Um, that was Flag of the Beast and our interview with um, Pat from Fit for an Autopsy. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ECM Radio Show and Facebook at East Coast Metal Show. That's what you're supposed to say. You got to follow the script, dude. You got to follow the script, brother. Yeah. You know, like follow the Kardashians. Yeah, keeping up with the. Yeah. Keeping up with the Dunes. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, so that was a uh, flag. <laughs> Flag of the beast, though. Flag of the beast. <laughs> you antichrist. All right, so we're going to play our uh, very brief interview with Frank Palmieri backstage on uh, Friday at Game Changers. Go ahead. Set it up, dude. Oh, all right. So so we met Frankie at the merch booth. No, we didn't. We, we met we the, manag- the uh, tour we, manager. He uh, took us over to the video games. Now, you have to understand, if you haven't been to Game Changers, they have about eight old school video games yeah like arcade style and yeah he was like this is your man and he was versing some fan in like a mortal Kombat kind of style sort of yeah game. yeah yeah it's like all right guys i'll be with you once like let me win so then he he like click 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 and then he won yeah it's pretty funny yeah it was cool but we again, couldn't talk for long because while we started the interview another band one of the open like locals were playing so we went into the very back of like the venue but then we that wasn't good enough so that we went to like their lounge area and you know still at that point there was like you know, 10 people in that room and it was still loud so you know we kind of just did a quick talk about like the album and how it was doing and the response they got back and yeah we touched on uh, a flag of the beast in, in the video uh you know how the uh he could be a preacher the I first know. week uh, sales for the record and just a couple of, it's only five minutes long so uh yeah uh this is our interview with frank palmieri of amur east coast metal radio here so we'll do uh, a quick little interview and okay. then you get back to your games man uh, you and i spoke in person on the mayhem tour i guess probably 2012 or 13 or so okay um and we just saw you with um Tilla and chelsea grin right yeah i think it was yeah, so, and congratulations on the new album, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, happy with the, you know, with the feedback so far. Yeah, yeah. it's good. When I was in the pit, uh, the, the photo pit for the last time I saw you guys over at, uh, at the Starland. Sure. Um, you know, I picked out a couple things. You know, first off, obviously, you command the stage, man. I mean, Thank you. It's awesome seeing you perform, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think the fans really dig the new lineup, you know. Yeah. Like, everyone was yeah. into it. and. You know, I know I was watching Joshua, who's a fucking madman on guitar, dude. <laughs> That's a, it's an uh, understatement. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but everybody seemed to give you guys really good feedback, you know. So, um, first week numbers were just insane. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of that? Um, I don't really uh, focus too hard on stuff like that. I mean, it's great to see people buying the record, people into the music, but. When I wake up in the morning, it's more about like that day, that show, what you know, what I'm, gonna, what how I'm feeling at that very moment. So, um, as long as we're playing live and people are having fun, that's all I really think about. But I, I'm definitely excited to see that you know people buy the record. I mean, it's a good feeling. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, so we were talking about the album. Um, you know, the video for Flag of the Beast. Yeah. It seemed like that was pretty cool too. Uh, it was fun and it was long and it was uh, interesting. Uh, much uh, love to our friend Aaron Marsh who directed the video and everything. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. You have a, you have a second career as a preacher, I think, man. If, uh, I don't know. If, no, no, if, no, if this no, no, doesn't no, no. work out. The, you know? the clergy is not for me. Smokey <laughs> uh, is one of my favorite songs off the Thank you. Um, what's, how did that one come about? It's uh, uh, a long story. I mean, um, pretty much, uh, I had written uh, some, some yeah, that song or whatever in 2011. It survived long enough for me to show Josh Travis, and then we turned it into Smoking. So cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what do you? Uh, so we talked about the album and, and the numbers. So you guys just started. Promoting the album, after, right? You know, with on tour. So this tour goes about another week. Um, what do you guys have? You know, after that, uh, we take a little break and then we're gonna head out on some big summer tours uh, and uh, evidently go back to Europe at some point and hopefully headline in the states. So we have, you know, just ideas floating around. Cool. Yeah. Um, was this one hard to write? Obviously, you know. No, I think that. I'm not going to bring up the whole band split up, but obviously, that, uh, you, know, you guys change the whole line. I so. think that this was the one of the easiest records to write because I was actually able to team up with somebody who saw value in my ideas rather than having to pull teeth and you know, oh, listen to me. I got the, you know, it's just we all just we just meshed. We all came together and made a an astounding album and trusted each other. So um, all those things really uh, made the experience way more smooth than normal. Yeah. The album title, Look at Yourself. Mm. That could be introspective, that could be societal maybe, right. um, you know, are we to take anything from that or what was the meaning behind that? I mean, pretty much what you just did is the purpose of naming it that, you know, I, I like everything we do to be very subjective, so I want people to kind of take it and make it their own. What it means for me is a bunch of different things, it means, uh, you know, personal growth, it means, uh, you know, uh, having to look at myself and see the flaws in me and uh, also try and find some positives too because that's sometimes it's even harder to find things you like about yourself than just things you hate about yourself so it means, it means a lot of things but I think what you said is best you know it, it can go either way so yeah I, I like how the album covers white it's plain and simple to me it's almost like a rebirth yeah well um, the album artwork in itself is just a, a visual metaphor for the album title so uh, you know look at yourself when you see the record you know, just on the surface, you go, oh, this looks like it could be anything. It could be a pop album or any kind of album. Yeah. And then you peel back what's behind the cover and you see this grotesque um, visual, all these things you would never want to look at. So it's, uh, again, a visual metaphor for, you know, a, something, a person who on hides their flaws perfectly on the surface, but once you go underneath, you start to see all these other things about or other things about the world or whatever, you know, however you want to see it. So. Sure, sure. Um, it's a little loud. So I think we're gonna just go short on the interview because I don't okay. want to hold Unfortunately, it's the best we got. Yeah, of course, man. But you know, again, I appreciate your time. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, guys. So that was our interview with uh, Frank Palmieri of Amir. Um, again, uh, you know, keep following us on Twitter at ECN Radio Show or on Facebook at East Coast Metal Show. Um, <clears throat> what we'll do for the rest of the uh, the show here is that we're gonna go through and play a song from each of the four main bands that played Friday night, um, starting with the headliner and working on back. So. In order, we're going to play, we'll just let the music play for about 15 minutes. We're going to play um, Lost in a Static by After the Burial. They were the headliner. Uh, then we're going to play um, Smokey from Amur. Then we'll go into uh, Death Grip by Fit for a King. 
and then we're going to finish that off with uh, Black Mammoth from Fit for an Autopsy. So sit back and enjoy some crushing metal that we had heard Friday at Game Changers, uh, starting off with After the Burial.
All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ECM Radio Show and on Facebook at East Coast Metal Show. Again, uh, tonight's uh, show was a wrap-up of our Friday concert with yep. uh, After the Burial, a mirror fit for autopsy, fit for a king, invent, invent, animate. Anyway, uh, yeah, so tomorrow night I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back on 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. We're going to do my Chuck Billy interview, and we'll get caught up on some music news. Uh, Tuesday, I'm going to wrap up uh, this past Saturday's uh, Vakken uh, Metal Battle U.S., and then Wednesday, we'll probably try to come on. We'll see, but we might do a, a, a Warp Tour, a little special, and then we'll see what happens next week. But I appreciate you guys tuning in, as always. Um, be good. Uh, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, thank you. This is a song of unity. This is one called Primal Concrete Slave.